course to fly once it's it's manageable for for someone to to learn this then to fly every week or every month for a whole career you you really have to like it because it's not not without some really extreme time time frame some sometimes starting early finishing quite late or in the middle of of the night and uh, physically it's quite difficult as well so it's like going out up up a mountain up to three four times a day when you have three four four flights a day so yeah it's not without some some sacrifices so today i'm talking to loik jecker he's an airline pilot in switzerland good morning loik it's so great to see you again as well thank you good morning and so lovely to talk to you here on zoom Tell me, you are in Switzerland at the moment. Yeah, that's right. So beginning of afternoon in in Switzerland. That's right. Yeah. Wonderful. And um, we met before, actually, on a on a plane. And um, this is why I wanted to talk to you. You're a you're a pilot. That's right. Yes, that's mm-hmm. right. Yeah, we we traveled together back uh, back to Switzerland uh, a few weeks ago and uh, yeah. Yeah, we, we spoke about this yeah 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 so yeah. it was so lovely to see you on the flight and um tell me about your i would love to hear your story about your love for aviation and how you started how tell me first how many years are you flying already so flying already so my first flight i was something first flight Flying myself, I was something like 16 years old, so it was quite a really? long time ago, mm-hmm. uh, 22 years ago, yeah, yeah. And um, the passion for aviation started uh, together with walking. I think it was uh, really? more or less at this age that I was uh, <laughs> looking up in the sky and interested to, to everything in flying. So and yeah, so maybe you... my son is following the the same way because yeah, he's mm-hmm. two, almost two years old now and he's starting as well to. Oh, to show really? the, the planes going on and uh, yeah yeah i think it's a, the same kind of, of virus yeah. and uh, did you live near the airport and uh, not at all actually uh mm-hmm. we were living um next to to uh, wine yards and actually they were doing some some works there with the helicopters so that's why i was i was able to to look a little bit and and yeah, the rest was uh, only about air shows and everything like that, but n- nothing near near from a, an airport for for me. But did your dad or your somebody in your family? Because sometimes people say it was somebody in the family who who sparked the flame. Yeah, sometimes it's it, the case for me. No, I was really the first one. Mm-hmm. My mother was really worried uh, the first time I was uh, was. I was flying. I was uh, I was taking those, those lessons to to fly because for her it was something quite uh, quite new. Mm-hmm. And yes, for for me it was uh, yeah. I had to 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 do my my own own way to in this direction actually. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Mm. So, so nobody helping in the family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry. No, but sixteen is also young because then you don't even have your driver's license. That's right. <laughs> that was <laughs> I was a little bit joking about that because yeah, it's something you can start in Switzerland quite early with uh, 15 years old uh, with uh, military selection, and uh, okay. the advantage of that is, is that they they pay the the hours of flight for you. And, oh, okay. Uh, 
Yeah, and with with sixteen years older, you don't have the money for that actually. So, yeah. mm-hmm. so it was my way to to discover a bit this um, this uh, this new world, this um, this uh, aviation, and do do those mm-hmm. those lessons and everything like that. Yeah. Well, as I just spoke recently to um, a pilot who did his training. Well, he was also in the in the army. Um, so you started there as well, and uh, did you also have to go through a selection process? Yeah, I did. It was uh, it was during quite quite a lot of years. At the end, I didn't succeed quite quite really far at the end. But for me, it was at least uh, really, really good benefits to, uh, to have all those hours and especially knowing that I was liking to, to do that. Give me as well some, some structure to, to be able to, to, to learn fast or to, to, correct, uh, to correct my mistakes or to, to do some improvement quite, quite fast, what was the, the request in, uh, in the civil aviation as well. But now at 16, what is the, uh, how, what is the training like? I mean, what, what was the first uh, time you, you got into the aircraft? So first, uh, it started with 15. It was more uh, theoretical, but uh, mm-hmm. with 16, it was already yeah, actually the second or third day was already putting us in the plane. And of course, mm-hmm. with, an extra, in, with an instructor next to us yeah. and, uh, and trying to fly, actually. So to, to just uh, trying to, to take off the, the airplane and doing a few figures in, uh, in the air and everything like that. So, uh, of course, it was quite quite a big shock for me because I was not expecting this uh, this way. It was a bit too much the, the military way to, to do this uh, uh, really fast and and yeah, and and that's it. It was it was for me a, a bit of a shock at the beginning, but then I I learned to 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 improve myself in the, in that, and it was the best test to to see okay, am I am I liking it or not? Because it was really uh-huh. really difficult as a selection. Yeah. So do you think that uh, that way of doing it is sometimes a good way because then there's no no turning back, or you know, it's like you're in the in the plane and you just have to do it yeah maybe i don't know uh with all the background i have now and and all the other experiences i have done as well the the uh development of uh, of the training especially in civilian aviation in civil aviation uh in comparison to military maybe it was it was something 20 years ago so it was not the same same philosophy and everything like that. I think I hope as well that it changed a, a little bit in the army, and it's a li- little bit more, more uh, taking care and less stressing. But sometimes it's it's good to be in a stress situation. Mm-hmm. Of course, if you've got the training for that, uh, if you you start from nothing, it's it will be maybe not so productive to to put some someone in a stress situation like that. Oh, okay, yeah. So now from uh, the military, you went to, to, to commercial flying. Yeah, that's right. So the military at the end, uh, it was something like in 2005 or six. I didn't su- succeed on, on the last selections. It was okay for me. I knew when I was uh, starting that there were more more chances not to succeed uh, instead of succeeding. Oh, okay. And uh, after a few years, yeah. I had to wait a little bit because it was quite close in Switzerland and I was not so sure 
what I wanted to do actually. Uh, it was as well one way I was interested to do maybe a sky controller or or pilot or some completely other other direction in in the mm -hmm. life. So. Mm -hmm. And um, I had to do as well, so to try a little bit all those selections. And, and then I realized after a few years that uh, it was really, really pilot I wanted to do. But mm -hmm. I needed to find a school for that. So I did it to, to pass the selection in one school, uh, to, which was, was then give me, giving me the, the schooling for the three years. And then after the, those three years, I was able to apply in a company. Okay. So, but you, I mean, it takes a lot of hours flying before you reach that goal. And the, the flying that you did in the military, uh, does that also count for you when you, when you do uh, commercial flying? Yeah, at the beginning, uh, it was counting a little bit of this, at least, yeah, I, I was able to count maybe 50, 60 hours, something like that. Which was not so bad, but of course, yeah, yeah the the five hundred or the thousand five hundred you have to, to to reach to have your uh, your air traffic pilot license uh, is quite quite a, a long shot. That's why it was good for me to have the the first step in the army, then with this school, and then in the first year I was working for my company as a second officer, not already first officer, and so I was able to to. Uh, to get those hours to to get to the to those uh, 1500 hours of course it's a little bit more stressful when uh, when you know you don't have those those hours if any crisis coming you know if you're you're on the market you're not really interesting for other companies oh really yeah, yeah because um you were then a little bit older than the than the uh the guys that get into the company or, or how does it work? Or less, no, it depends. I was not the oldest of, of the class. Um, actually, yeah, in Switzerland, it was quite a, a big decline between 2000 and 2004, five, let's say, in everything in aviation due to this uh, Swiss air grounding. And that's why we're not looking for, for so much pilots at, at the moment. And okay. when it's reopened at the late, uh, Late uh, beginning of, of 2000, uh, several companies were, were were hiring again, and that's the moment oh, okay. when we we mm -hmm. started. But we were as well from different countries in in this school and uh, different ages as well. But uh, I was maybe more or less in the middle middle older part of the class, let's say. Oh, okay. But yeah. now, in the time uh, between the military and and uh, where you went to the uh, the school. Did you have to keep up your hours or how does it work in aviation? No, actually, as long as you don't have any license, you don't have to keep those hours. Oh, so they, okay. were, they were basic hours, let's say. It's basic mm -hmm. training. And uh, when you've got a license, then you have to keep those those minimum hours uh, per per year. And I was doing this private, uh, keeping those uh, those hours, but there were only a few one and it, it was only for this uh, the small small aircraft you can fly uh, around in in Switzerland. Oh, okay, okay. Single engine uh, aircraft. Yeah. But how do you keep motivated? Um, because it's quite a long it's quite a long training, and it's it's building up these hours, and um, you know, not it's not an instant uh, sort of training. You know, that quickly, quickly we do it. So how do you keep motivated? 
I think yeah, it's a good test as well to to see if uh, if we are motivated to to do the the job and uh, to have this goal at the end. Actually, I always told myself it was an investment, so I could do an office job, which I was more or less liking, or I could do this job, which I was really really uh, loving. So mm -hmm. it's it's different, and of course, it's a long term investment. When you start a university, it's it's the same actually. So. Bachelor is basically three years, then you have you have to continue with with a master a master degree or a doctor mm -hmm. degree, and as well, it's it's a long term investment uh, for for a goal quite far away to to reach. For me, it's not so far as I see. I was always I was already with my wife, who was a, a medical student, and yeah, the, her goal was even. So, you, than, than mine. so for me, it was quite, quite the, the easy way in comparison to, to, to the one of my wife. Well, this is, yeah, this is a good way of looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's very interesting. But um, okay, so now and then um, you now you are an airline pilot and you you still have to do all your checks and you it's this is something that I find so interesting is you, you never stop learning and you, you have to be, you know, on top of things all the time. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, it's required quite some discipline for, for that. And, but as well, it's quite good in, in this, in this job that you, you keep the, the brain uh, fresh, you do train your brain and maybe in some other jobs, the risk is that uh, you're, you're not, not learning anymore and it's, the, the step to relearn it's it's even harder when you keep training that i say i always say as a joke that the the brain is a muscle muscle as well so you have you have yeah. to train it and uh and it will be more flexible if if you train it it's the same about learning different languages or or, or doing some some uh, memorizing exercise and everything like that so i think it's doing some good uh, to have so many checks of course uh, it requires sometimes a little bit more time at home in the office working on that. But at, at the end, it's as well a good feeling about the, the safety that that uh, I come to the work prepared and uh, and that I'm able to to take uh, take care of, of every situation coming. And you also have to then upgrade to all the different aircraft. I mean, it's every time you you fly a different aircraft, then it's also you have to be upgrade, or you know, you have to be trained to do it. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. right. That's right. So, requires for every license, it requires a, a new training. So, and there is uh, there are different syllabies uh, about that. So, so there, are, there are official uh, uh, official syllabies from uh, from EASA regulation in, in Europe, and you have to train at least those those hours to to be able to get your your license on one aircraft type. But now tell me, um, this is something that I ask all the the pilots or people in aviation: is do you think do you think everybody can fly? Do you think there's something you have to have um, to be a pilot? I think, yeah, it depends. Uh, it depends of the motivation. I think it's really something. It depends of the motivation of of the person. Of course to fly once it's it's manageable for for someone to to learn this then to fly every week or every month for a whole career 
you you really have to like it because it's not not without some really extreme time time frame. Some sometimes starting early, finishing quite late, or in the middle of of the night. And uh, physically, it's quite difficult as well. So it's like going out up up a mountain up to three four times a day when you have three four four flights a day. So yeah, it's not without some some sacrifices. So mm-hmm. depends really on the motivation of the the people. So I think it still need some some people really liking it, really really in love with with this job. Mm-hmm. And do you think there's a type of intuition as well that you need to have? Is there uh, something that you know that you you because I, I I presume every flight is not the same, and and you can be trained in a simulator, but then when you're out there in in real, then the things can happen that you really have to to um, know how to react. Yes, yes, of course. Yeah, we have different patterns. We learn those in in training, and we can use those different patterns to. To do the the problem solving during during if a problem occurs, which is quite mm. really 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 low chances, of course, luckily. But we have we are trained for those patterns and for for this structure, of course, as well. On your on your last question, not everyone could have this structure or sh- or have the facility or or capacity to to learn this uh, this structure and to use fast uh, this uh, this kind of, of pattern to to solve the problem mm. and um well and and also what the the advantage that you have in in the cockpit is you see all the sunrises and um sunsets isn't it <laughs> that's right yeah makes it beautiful yeah, yeah. best best uh, office view actually we're always seeing yeah, it. yeah yeah so um but now is there something you do what, what do you do when you don't fly it's do you have a, a hobby or is is aviation your hobby as well no for me it's not the case actually i've got a family so it's taking quite a a, a big oh, yeah, part yeah. Of, of my time especially with two kids now Mm-hmm. So mostly, I try to, to spend some time with the uh, with the family, and mm-hmm. as uh, as Swiss guy, I'm in love as well with the mountains. So I like to oh, go okay. skiing or or hiking. It depends of of the of if it's summer or or winter, and um, yeah, of course, trying to do some some sports in hobbies. So it's more or less linked to to aviation to to get the the body ready as well for for those quite mm. difficult patterns uh, of work sometimes yeah mm. and um yeah because you you have to keep fit as well at, and and you know to be mentally alert as well yeah that's right yeah so there are two different things we we think but sometimes they are quite linked together so if you're mm. if you're I, I, I see it myself. If I'm quite well trained, I'm more and more able to to sleep well during the night. So I'm more rested for for the next duty and and more able to 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 cope with with uh, different problems uh, coming during the day. So now your son, you said, is only two years old and he's already uh, interested. But um, yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's see if it stays. So let's if see. If it stays, yeah. <laughs> But what would your advice be for a young guy or a girl that's that's uh, now interested in aviation? What uh, what should they do? 
it's quite quite hard. It's just, it's hard to give an advice when when uh, you see at the yeah I will I will restart. So it's quite hard nowadays to to, the, to give an advice because everything is changing so fast in the in aviation world. I would say as I always did and, and always have, always have a, a plan B, always have some some final reserve, something you you letting you land somewhere else uh, and 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 not not be out of uh, of your during a flight or something like that. So always having an, another idea, plan B of uh, of a way they they can follow in the life because it's uh, it's uh, working quite in waves. I saw it in my my short career. The aviation is uh, or you're you're on the top of the wave or it's at the bottom of the wave, and it's mm-hmm. it's always doing doing like that. It depends only the the, the rhythm of of those waves is uh, is changing a, a little bit. So it's all always a part of of luck in in this, but as well to to have a plan B to be able to have an another solution if the things are not going as planned. Mm. Well, you must be used to that because the weather is always like that, isn't it? Up yeah, and down. that's right. Yeah. <laughs> not only the weather, everything right now. So yeah, <laughs> really some some things are happening. You think, okay, yeah, maybe yeah. You, you, you cannot plan everything. So that's yeah. it. Yeah. But now what are the wishes for you for the future? So for me, right, right now, uh, the next step will be to do my upgrading as a as a captain. Mm-hmm. This this will be the the logical step. We'll see. In, uh, maybe in a few a few years, um, I will have the the seniority to to do that, and um, and that's it. So it's uh, it's for me the the next and maybe the last step of of my career on, on this. Right now, I, I took some part time from beginning of uh, of this uh, year, actually. So the goal is to spend a little bit more time with with my family, to mm-hmm. to be a little bit more at home, and um, and this is as well a plan for for my for my life uh, mm-hmm. for the next ten years, not working hundred percent, and to have this uh, this capacity to be a little bit more home. Oh, that's beautiful. Because yeah, because you you only get that time. Once, you know, yeah, to that's be right. with your family. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's wonderful that you do that. But um, all the best with your career and with your flying. I hope to one Thank day uh, see you again on, on some aircraft. <laughs> that was Thank such a coincidence. Well. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Would be nice. Uh, yeah. And, um, and let me know whenever you come to Vienna. It would be so great to see you again. Yes. Yeah. Gladly. Thank you very much then. Okay. Thank you so much, Lloyd. Thank you. I have a lovely afternoon. Thank you, you too. Thank you.